Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is How Do You, a monthly series where we hear from real women sharing how they are working on their progress with their identity, habits, and fulfillment. It was around 2011 where I first bought a nice DSLR camera, and that means it's one that's not like a point and shoot, you can just point at something and shoot it, except I totally used it like that and have for the last 11 and a half years. The reason why I am so clear on the timing is because I bought that camera in advance of our first child being born. And it was, while a Costco purchase, still a huge purchase for these like young, this young couple that we were with our first child coming. I had the intentions to document my child's life and to also get into a creative art form that I had loved to follow for so many years online. If you're like me, and I'm sure there's many of you who are, today's guest is going to give you a lot of hope. Her name is Kylie Pond, and she's going to share how she got into photography, both as a passion and also as a profession. We lean more heavily on the passion front, as that is something I expected this audience to be more curious about. But honestly, Kylie does too. 
For her, it is way more about the creativity. It's more about the documenting her child's lives. And it's about connecting to her real self, which was such a wonderful thing to learn about. I'm so excited to share this How Do You episode with you today. So let's now turn to my time with Kylie. Kylie, welcome to About Progress. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. How about you start by giving us a little introduction? All right. Well, I'm Kylie. I'm in my 30s. I'm an Arizona native. I've lived here my whole life. I've lived in the same city my whole life, except for about six years when I lived in Flagstaff, which is in Northern Arizona. That's where I I went to school and got my degree in elementary education. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So totally different than uh, what we're talking about today. But, and that's where I met my husband and we lived up there for the first few years of our marriage. So I have three kids now. We have been married for 12 years. We have two boys and one girl and yeah. Wonderful. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> and I've been following you for a while. I've, I've loved the work that you do and it's primarily, you know, sharing your photography, which we're going to be talking about today. I would like to talk about the background a little bit here. I mean, you said you majored in elementary ed. How Mm -hmm. did you get into photography? So, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of my two big passions growing up. I've always been a creative. My mother was great at fostering that she always had craft supplies and art supplies. And I just, I remember I was, you know, always drawing or making stuff. Stuff. I was into polymer clay before, way before it was a fad, like making little things with it. And photography was also one of those things. I always had like a disposable camera during the summers. My parents even got me like just a point. I just loved documenting. And that was also at like the height of scrapbooking. So <laughs> I think that's part of what, what led to it. But my dad, he has always been like a documenter too. He always had a camera. And I just remember looking through our family albums full of pictures of us from, or, you know, of my parents from before they had kids and of, of my childhood. And so that was just always something that was important to me was to, to take photos of my life. Um, I would even make my, like, make my sister, my little sister go outside and pose for me. And like our, our dad always had motorcycles growing up. And (laughs) I remember one photo shoot I did with her where she was wearing, she was wearing just like a bandana on her head, like a biker. And I made her sit on my dad's motorcycle. So, you know, it was just, just a way for me to be creative too, not just documenting things that were happening. But then, so I always had a camera and I became even like the documenter of my friend group in high school and I just had just the, like a little basic point and shoot, but I started when blogs got really big, probably like my senior year of high school, freshman year of college, I started following all these photographers and there were wedding photographers and family photographers. And I just loved following them and watching their work. And then after I got married, which was between my sophomore and junior year of college, I was pretty young my husband introduced me to a good family friend of his and they were professional photographers and she heard about, you know, my interest in photography and she actually 
did the most generous thing ever. And she mailed me this old Canon 20D, which is, oh, I don't know, probably like 25, 20 years old at this point, <laughs> um, you know, where we are now. It's, it's, it was a really old, uh, very basic DSLR camera. And she, she just mailed it to me for free and said, here you go, start, you know, start, That's take so your passion cool. to the next level. And so I bought a cheap, in the photography world, we call it the Nifty 50, a cheap 50 millimeter 1.8 lens, or I, I don't know, I think I even got it used. So I probably spent like $50 on it. And I just started taking pictures. And yeah. and I and I also feel like that transition, so before it was primarily a point and shoot, and then you went to mm-hmm. like an official, I, I know I'm going to butcher all the lingo here. Okay. I, I've got that DSLR, got it from Costco and my daughter was about to be born yeah. and then used it in manual forever after. So, or no, not manual. Oh, in auto. Auto. You yeah. did the actual manual, learn how to do that. Yeah. And I can, I can go into more of like the nitty gritty sure. of how I transitioned, but so yeah, I got that. And I actually started off in a different mode, which I think is a really helpful thing. If you're, if you do want to learn how to use your DSLR, it's called aperture priority. So without getting too technical, but that's just a a mode that sets some of your settings on auto, but you can control other, just one settings, which is like how, how much of your image is in focus. And I started learning on that and I shot that way for probably like a year, but I, (laughs) I did a thing that many photographers now will tell you not to do. And after probably six months or so of just taking pictures of my newlywed life. I was like, you know, I really like kids. I love kids. That's why (laughs) I majored in elementary education. And I want to take pictures of kids, but I didn't have any yet. So I started a business and I started charging $35 for family sessions in Mm -hmm. the fall in Flagstaff. And, And I don't think that my pictures were terrible. Like, Looking back, obviously, I've come a really long way. This has been, you know, more than a decade that I've been taking pictures with a professional camera now. You know, it was just, it's just really cool to be able to see that growth. But, but yeah, it was, it was just something I knew I wanted to take photos of kids. And since I didn't have my own, I just offered to take pictures for other people. I mean, to be young and brave. I was going to say naive, yeah. but it's like, more like, no, it's, it's brave. Yeah. It's really cool. Like I wish, yeah. I wish we didn't lose some of that, that bravery as we, we get older. So professionally, Definitely. I feel like we can say that is like the big turning point for you that turned more into professional mm-hmm. passion of yours. A lot of women I come here that come here for the, how do you episode it? It's either a hobby, it's a passion, it's it's a goal. It's a career. How would you describe this for you, photography? Well, for a long time, it was definitely a passion for me and and a huge hobby. I Because I didn't really know the business side, I wouldn't say that I always have always run it to be the most profitable, but it's just something that I loved to do. And I enjoyed being able to do that for other people. Once I did start having my own kids, I feel like my growth exploded even more. Like Mm. I just became so passionate about taking pictures of my kids. And that was just 
because I had that documenter background, like this is, you know, telling my life story that became even more important to me was telling their story. Mm. And so I, and I just, I had willing subjects that weren't able to tell me no (laughs) and they were easy access. So I was able to practice a lot more. So because I could practice as much as I wanted to, I was able to grow in that. And it was just kind of this symbiotic relationship of creative expression of something that kind of bridged the gap between who I was before I became a mother and who I was now as a mother. Sometimes, and I think that's an important thing to note too in my photography journey in this is that there are still seasons and like Mm -hmm. I've had creative highs and creative lows and there've been periods where I don't feel like picking up a camera at all, but I keep coming back to it. (laughs) Much more after our break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And yeah, I'm glad that you're honoring that fact, you know, so people don't think it has to be like a passion means it's like all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you do something professional too, it doesn't mean it's all the time, but also sometimes it gets tricky when those yeah. things cross over, but still coming yeah. back to that creative place mm-hmm. and like connecting back to who you were growing up is really powerful to me. So I'm going to ask you the main question of this episode. Okay. I want to do that with a framework though, of thinking of someone who wants to get into this more for the creative and passion outlet. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's part of them that thinks like, I would love to maybe be paid for that at some point, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're more at the passion creative starting point. How do you get into photography? So I think that the key is that you want to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's kind of a couple different schools of thought among professional photographers and what qualifies someone as a photographer. And I'm of the school of thought that anyone with a camera who has the intention of making good photographs is a photographer because I think the other way is sloppy. (laughs) But but truly a lot, right? Like you can only be a runner if you're running marathons or you can only be a writer if you're getting published and no, love that. Exactly. I think I think that, you know, if you want to do it, you can. One thing that my dad has always told me is, and he was never a professional photographer. It's always just a hobby for him. But he's always told me the best camera is the one that you have with you. Hmm. So I think that if you want to get into photography, simply start with your cell phone. Like, I mean, you'll hear that from many different people that phone cameras are really, really good these days. They're, Hmm. They're quite good. So if you want to start going from just taking snapshots to taking in good photographs, you got to start with intention and just learning the basics of composition and what makes a good photograph versus, you know, just like a snapshot, you'll already level up. And I actually, since that's one of my passions, not to put like a plug in there, but on my Instagram, I've shared tips for how to use your phone to take better photos. I mean, I plug away. Share... That's, um, that's incredible to know. It's also <laughs> yeah, free. Yeah, I share tips for composition, for, you know, 
taking for when you're taking the picture and I've shared editing tips for how to take your pictures up a notch after you take them using apps that are on your phone. And, and yeah, I've, I've shared dozens of, of tutorials and stuff over the years. That is super generous um, of you. Oh, I, but I need to follow all of those. Yeah, it's great. There's so many other people that share those free resources too. So I would say that's the next thing is once you, you know, start learning those basics, you can look for courses. If, if it's something that you're really truly passionate about, you can look for paid courses and there's, there's lots of platforms out there that there's photographers that offer courses. There's one platform in particular that I used when I was starting out is Click and Moms. I think they call it Click Photo School now. So they have lots of different classes at different price points. Some of them are as little as like $25, $35. And they will cover a specific topic. So they might have a class specifically, if you're a mom, they might have a class specifically for documenting your children or, you know, how to take better photos in low light or something like that. And then if you, if it's something that you do care about, look into maybe what the right camera would be for you to go above a phone. Because, uh, well, there are some people that do great work with their phones. Usually they're buying extra accessories and, and they have the very top line model that, to make them look the best. But you can, you can pick up a, a used DSLR for a couple hundred dollars they're all over Facebook marketplace. I personally went with Canon brand because that's what was given to me when I first started out and I just stuck with it. So the Canon rebel is a great entry-level camera that a lot of people use. And yeah, they're all over Facebook marketplace. I am a huge advocate for (laughs) buying used gear. I have bought used gear or refurbished gear for a lot of my career. (laughs) My photography journey, you want to call it. And I'm also, I, the last couple of years, I have gotten more into having, you know, different cameras for different purposes, but, but I've always been a gear minimalist too. I usually, I only have two lenses for my camera as it is, which for some photographers, that's like unheard of. They have at least five or six. So you, you just start out with, with some basic things and And uh, next thing I would say is to make it easy to take your photos. So kind of Hmm. building off of what my dad taught me of always have, you know, the best camera is the one you have with you. If I'm wanting to practice more with my nicer camera, then I leave it in a place that's accessible. Now you need to keep it safe if you have children or pets. (laughs) But for me in our old house, that was on top of my piano And that was a great place where it was easy for me to grab in the moment. And now I keep, I always keep a camera on, we have some open shelving in our kitchen and I keep a camera up there. And some people might, might not like that idea of keeping, you know, things out in the open because it's not aesthetic or whatever, but, but it's important for it to be easily accessible or you're not going to use it. I love these tips so much. I'm going to review them for people. One is start with wanting to actually do this mm-hmm. Two, begin with your phone camera. Three, learn the basics of composition. And part of that is get more instruction. Five, four, I misnumbered mine. <laughs> look okay. at the, look into a more official camera as time goes on. 
six make it easy to take photos. And I am adding another one. I got my numbers off again. Sorry, everyone. So now the final six one is practice. I've heard you say that quite a bit today. And, and to yeah. me, it's like really, I mean, we know this, like you have to continue to practice, but you've been doing this for so long. And yet that's yeah. still something that you're saying about your own photography passion and the professional side of this is practicing. So I just exactly. want to reemphasize that. What is one thing that you would do a little differently if you could go back in time? Well, I wish that I had taken this passion more seriously sooner yeah. because it was something I was always interested in. And on the one hand, there's only so much time that you're given, but I do wish that I had taken a class in high school or college just yeah. to have experienced that kind of in-person learning model. That's a little different because I have taken a couple of workshops, but primarily all of my education around photography has been online. And that's great. That's an awesome way. I just wish that I had taken that initiative a little bit earlier. And I think that's like my lesson in life and a lesson I've learned from you, Monica, is that you just have to start, just do something just because, yeah, I, I put it off for a while. And part of that was maybe a little bit financial, but part of that was just, you know, being a little too scared. I think that's kind of, I experienced that again in the last couple of years, I had wanted to get back to film. You know, mm -hmm. that's what my dad captured my childhood on. And it's just, it's become a lot more popular nowadays, but I wanted to try film and I was just so scared of messing up that I let it, that I let it stop me. But then um, last year I finally just bought a, like a $40 film LR mm -hmm. on eBay and I, it's compatible with my lenses that I have for my cameras here. And I just started taking pictures. And when I got the film developed, it was probably like six months after I started using it just because I was so careful with it. Mm. When I got those pictures back, I was so thrilled. It was just, it was like a new, a new door opened in the photography world. And and it, it kind of brought some of that, that passion back that mm -hmm. had kind of waned for a little bit, just that new creative medium. So, so yeah, just take yourself seriously and don't let it being a hobby stop you from doing it. Because I think that's one of the greatest failures of our society right now. One of the greatest downfalls of, of this culture we've kind of created is that we think every hobby needs to be a business yeah and it doesn't like mm -hmm. it's okay to spend money on yourself it's okay mm -hmm. or or not it's it's okay to take time for yourself to to nurture those things that that light you up well I could not love that more that really is magnificent and I hope that's what they all write down right after they listen to this this is my final question for you. And it's what has been the biggest benefit that you have found through photography? Oh, it's definitely been connection. I think mm -hmm. it's allowed me to, to express myself, connect with myself. Yeah. When I did turn it in, a, in into a business, it's allowed me to connect with so many families. And I think I, I do want to say I'm not a wedding photographer. I, I, families have always been my passion. Yeah. 
it's been really rewarding to be able to meet people and document their lives and to document my own has been the biggest reward. I get to look back on all these photos I've taken of my kids and, and, you know, even before I had kids of my newlywed adventures and it's just, it's priceless. Well, you've definitely reinvigorated my interest because definitely in 2007, I was following lots of photography blogs and wanting to learn how got that DSLR and I got scared, you know, even though I have like an online class and stuff. So that's reigniting a a few things for me. And I appreciate so much that you'd be willing to share your journey with us and also some life lessons that come from it. Some bigger life one, you know, that we only learn in the doing. So Kylie, this has been beautiful for those who want to see your photography, where should they go? I do have an Instagram account. Sometimes I make it private when I'm using Instagram less, but it's just at Kylie Pond. And I also have a website that I somewhat infrequently blog at, and that's just KyliePond.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.